This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. There you go. It's a Friday. We get your weekend started. Al Dukes, I know you've got enormous plans this weekend to not leave your apartment, but for now, I need you to not leave the studio for 16 minutes. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You got it. We are watching the uh, World's Strongest Man competition that's currently running on CBS Sports Network. Aren't we on? No idea what year this Strongest Man competition that's is. That's 1994. I was going to say based on the perm haircuts that some of the dudes have. Yeah. What, what year do you think that is? I, I was thinking that was 1980 style. But, I'm going to uh, say early 90s. Yeah. And then I was also wondering to you aloud, Jerry, how many of these guys are still alive, you think? I, not many of them. Not many, right? I don't I don't know. Yeah, we what. never hear about deaths in the strongman competition world. I don't want to be a bad guy. You hear about it in wrestling, you'll go up oh, another young wrestler. The strongman has not quite crossed over to mainstream. Okay. That was an interesting comment Boomer made yesterday during the Sergeant Slaughter interview. Which was what? You know, unfortunately, wrestling is one of those businesses where guys do die young. Yeah, you know, like, unfortunately. You, you know, yes. 40s and 50s and things. Sure. So Boomer had brought up that Pedro Morales had just passed away. Okay. And Boomer said to Sergeant Slaughter, we've lost another young wrestler. He was 76. <laughs> to me, 75 is the cutoff. You cannot. You've, you've led a good life. Yeah. Okay. When you hit 75, you cannot say so-and-so died young. Below 75? You realize you're two-thirds to that. Right. That's what I'm saying. I got another 25 and a half years, Jerry. And then when I make it, then I'll be like, made it. I think it's successful. I guess. I think that's all good until you're 74. I guess, right. <laughs> Talk to me then. Right. Sergeant Slaughter was how old? 70? He looked I terrific. I thought I couldn't believe it. He looked like he got in the ring. Yeah. Oh, he would have stomped you, Jerry. He would have stomped he you. He would have went after him. you out, as we know. And yesterday was Valentine's Day. It was? Yes. I didn't know that. I don't know how things went for you guys and your wives. Everybody's sick in my house, though. But no one had it better than Kim Kardashian. Why is that? I don't know if you saw this no, video. No, I didn't. Oh, I don't know how you missed it, Jerry. You are such a reality whore. On the internet. Yeah. Kanye West, for Valentine's Day, filled an empty room with individual roses in individual glass vases. That's nice. And the actual real-life Kenny G was walking around that room as playing the trumpet or whatever he plays. To the fake Kenny G. Well, just Kenny G music. What do you think that cost him? I don't know. Yeah, Kenny G come over and... That's got to be $100,000, right? Yeah, at least. I mean, it's like doing a concert. Yeah. I did watch Jay-Z with your boy David Letterman. On his Netflix show? Yeah, I forget, need no inter- I forget what the name of the show is. Yes. But he does it in the theaters. Yes. Boy, Jay-Z loves Kanye West. He does, huh? Yeah. People love Kanye West. 
I mean, I don't like them or dislike them, but like likes them. I know a handful of songs. I enjoy them, but I'm not going to go exploring stronger other, other albums. That one, there's I think one. everybody knows that song. I feel like that song crossed over under like regular radio. Gold Digger. Okay, that's the most popular. one. That one is more so than stronger. Yes. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Definitely. I don't. Okay, that didn't help me. Okay. You did a song the other day. You did it poorly, but good enough that I recognized it. That you did said not help You me. knew that one. Yeah, that didn't help me. Jerry, remember a few weeks back, maybe just one or two weeks back, we had heard the story of a uh, guy who was running in the Colorado yes, mountains. Yes, you brought it to our attention, and he killed a mountain lion. And a mountain lion attacked him, and he yes. killed it with his bare hands. And yes. then we knew nothing else about the story. Well, the man has given an interview. He did. To public radio in Colorado. Okay. K-U-N-C. Turns out he's friends with the host, so that's how the guy got the interview. Right. But he detailed a little more how he was able to survive that attack and kill the mountain lion. What'd you learn? I learned this. Number one, the guy who killed the mountain lion only weighed 150 pounds. The guy. Okay. Well, he's like you. Right. Imagine me. You would not take me in a fight versus a mountain lion. I wouldn't take you in a fight over a child. Fair. So he also claims that because he is a new owner of a house cat, he knows that the back legs, if they dig into you, that's where there's a problem. Mm -hmm. So the nails really, yeah, yeah. So while he was fighting this mountain lion, he kept trying to, with his one leg, pin the the back the animal's back legs so they couldn't dig into it. Right. And then what do you do about the teeth and the mouth? Well, the the teeth were locked in on his wrist. Oh God, he could not shake that. Okay. But he somehow managed to get his foot pinned onto the mountain lion's throat. There you go. And that's how he choked him out with his foot. Hmm. When the mountain lion attacked him, he they rolled down about 20 feet down some ravine. And that's where he ended up on top of the mountain lion and could then apply pressure to the mountain lion's throat with his foot. I think you would have that sense. Yeah, you're fighting for your life. Yes. Even you, I think, would realize you got to go for the throat yes. or punch it in the face, something. Punch it in the face. Now, for pinning sure. the back legs. I wouldn't have thought of that. No, and you probably would have gotten scraped to death. Yeah. He said the other main thing that helped him that day was he did not wear headphones. So he heard the mountain lion. Mm. Which as, re- as opposed to being attacked from behind. Yeah. He never saw it or heard it. Right. He heard it and he looked and then it came at him, but he did have a few moments. But it reminds me a lot. Here in New York City, Jerry, when we come in at like, you know, four o'clock in the morning. We're not going to get attacked by mountain lions on Hudson Street. That I agree with. Finally, we agree on something. Could get attacked by the guy in the ATM. Right. So possible. I see people in New York City all the time at night, middle of the night, late at night, walking or jogging with headphones on. You are a victim waiting to happen. Eddie Scazzeri. Eddie walks with headphones on? No, but he's walking down ridiculous blocks. Right, but he's aware. Yeah, but still. If a mountain lion or mugger attacked him, he would be aware. How many times have you parked or have we parked down the block where there are the little stairwells? Right. I don't care if you got headphones on or not. If a guy jumps out at you, you're not going to hear him until he's... I get the mountain lion thing. That's fine. But in New York City, headphones are not... If they want you, they're coming and get. When me. I'm in New York City, my head is on a swivel. Jerry. I know it is. I'm constantly looking behind when me, in, in front of me. Your head's on a swivel. That's true. So when I'm you're cautious. in New York City, I'm very cautious. Exactly. Anytime I see a golf story, Jerry. By I, the way, the CBS Sports Network. Yeah. From what I can find on yes. Google, you Googled it. Looks it? like 1987. Oh, 
That's but I'm not 100 sure about that yet. That's what guys you had hair. Yeah, guys were getting perms back in the, the late 80s. Not all of them. Some you did. I did not have a perm. Oh. I had feathered back hair. <laughs> you wanted to be a rocker. Yeah. You wanted to be Rick Springfield. That's right. Who knew in 2019 you'd be sending them octopus? Oh, Eddie says uh, that CBS Sports Network has alerted them. That's from 1983. Oh, okay. Then what I found online was wrong. Incorrect. 83. All right. Jerry, whenever I see a golf story, I think of you because you're a golfer. Used you fancy be. yourself a golfer. I do not fancy. You I enjoy golf. Four years. I haven't played since I played with uh, Boomer. You and Joe Beningo play often together? Uh, three times in my life. In your lifetime? Although I did take him for his first round of golf ever. Is that right? Do you listen to anything I not, tell you? Well, not a lot not of really. it. really. Got it. So this um, web.com tour, is this a real thing or is yeah, it kind like of a gazy? No, it's like the developmental tour. It's, the, the, it's like a minor league. It's a minor will. league for golf? Right. So if you're on the web.com tour, you're one step away from being on the PGA tour. Oh, okay. There's the Hooters tour. That's another couple steps below. Another no, step below. Like Florida and Georgia. Yeah. Okay. So a uh, golfer, Ben DeArmond. DeArmond. Something like that. Right. He uh, got a 17 on one hole. That happens. What do you do? Keep putting the ball in the water or something? Six times it went in the water. So he's tin cup. He tin cupped it. Right. Six times in the water, 17 total. It was a record for that hole. I thought you were supposed to pick up after five strokes. When you play on Saturday at your local course, yes, you pick up after five strokes. When you're playing professionally, you could get a 93 on a hole. (laughs) There's no pickup rules? No. No. Pick up and go to the next hole? Yeah. Yes, it's called pick up and go to your car and leave, and you're disqualified, (laughs) you idiot. (laughs) Pick up and move on. I really thought in pro golf, at some point they're like, what are we doing? Well, if you're playing match play, yes. Because if you're, you know, a guy hits a drive and then his second shot's on the green and you're, you know, knocking sticks around in the woods, you could pick up and say, I concede, I'll meet you on the next tee. And you just let him win the hole. Oh, okay. But in stroke play, no, you don't just pick up and leave. <laughs> God almighty, dude. I'd be like, I, I go by mini golf rules. No. That's a five on the hole. No, no, that's what amateurs do. That's oh. what we do. That's not what professionals do. Amateurs. When was the last time you played a round of golf? Amateur hour. And I don't mean when me and you and Craig played three holes in Arizona. I'd be like a real round <laughs> a of real golf. A real round of yeah. golf? Uh, I'm going to say in um, Florida, outside of uh, Tampa, Florida. You used to play 18. Uh, I have played 18. You have. To and the you part never really where, got into it. Where my chest would. Oh, for God's sake. All... Don't tell me you got hurt from playing no, no, golf. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm saying my shirt would be white from the salt sweat soaking through. Man time, Jerry. That's what men who golf look like. So you like. had under boob sweat? No, no, no. It was like near my belly. When you actually had a belly. Yeah, hairy we belly. Take a break. So, oh. uh, I see Greg coming, so that means uh, they start at 6 o'clock. Oh. Quick break. We're back in a moment on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. we got a couple more minutes. Islanders did win again. Devils lost. And for the love of God, the Knicks actually won a game last night. Uh, Boomer and Jerry will be not happy. Uh, Al, go ahead. you got a minute. Jerry, it's week two of the AAF. Oh, they're doing that again. Yeah, that's oh. again this week. See, this is where I'm curious. Yes, the test. 2.3 million last year. Do we drop to last one week. point? Whatever. Last week, same difference. Uh, do we drop to half that? Yes. I think think we are going to drop to half that, unfortunately. Which game has your attention? I have none of them have my attention right now. I like San Antonio. Who are they playing? No idea, but I'm going with San Antonio. (laughs) I forgot Eddie is the AAF expert. And the Padres, Jerry, have met for a second time with Manny Machado. Yeah, so over the weekend last week, yeah. Over the weekend? That's what the story said. 
It's Friday. Well, I'm just getting this news. Well, as everybody's what? just getting this news. Where are my baseball insiders? Hey, I, man, I don't know. I feel like a fool right now thinking Why? he just... No, no one knew. I thought they just met. I don't believe so. I think the story said they met over the weekend. Boy, this is going to be very upsetting to the White Sox, who currently have a locker, as I See, told you yesterday. if I'm the yesterday. White Sox, I mean this. If I'm yeah. the White Sox right now, I come out publicly and say, offer, off the table. See you, Manny. Goodbye. Th- this offer... Is off the table. In I fact, absolutely would do that. We've filled his locker already. Yeah, it's not. E- we don't even have a locker available. We don't want you now. Unfortunately, it's Florida Friday on the fan.